So this week we're going to be talking about, get this now, this is, this is an important one here. We're going to be talking about how you can eliminate stress and worry in your life. Boy, wouldn't that be great if you could listen to a broadcast where there's, uh, you'll never have stress and worry again. Yeah, I'm all ears right now this Yeah, me morning. too. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to sit here and tell you that it's an instantaneous fix, but it, there is definitely um, a way that you can eliminate some of the stress and worry in your life. And uh, if you just listen in and uh, listen to what we're saying here today, what the voice of the Lord's told us, I can tell you, Jim, I used to be a worrier. My mom was a worrier, um, and then I married someone like my mom, which is quite a blessing because my mom was the greatest mom in the world, but um, now I got the greatest wife. But anyway, they're both worriers. (laughs) So she's listening. Julie, you're listening, so that's good. Anyway, um, there's good news here in this. There there really is, Jim. Um, You can eliminate worry in your life it's like we said it's not going to be overnight it is a process but i can honestly tell you i don't worry as much as i used to Mm -hmm. that that's a true statement that i stand behind Mm -hmm. do i ever worry sure I, i don't know of anybody that doesn't worry about something that pops up but um just stay tuned because uh we're going to get delivered of some of our worries out there today. And um, we're going to start off, Jim, with the, uh, by the way, I'm Rich, he's Jim. And we're going to start off with the definition of worry. I, I thought this was very interesting. The definition of worry is to give way. I like that, give yeah. way. I don't like it, but I'm just saying that this like lays it out for you. Sounds like a choice. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Give way to anxiety and unease allow there's that word allow one's mind to dwell on difficulty or troubles it puts you in a state of anxiety and uncertainty over actual or potential problems they might not even be actual problems so basically what what this definition tells me is that it says give way to anxiety or unease. So you're giving permission to anxiety and unease and worry and fear to come into your life. We give permission. Yeah, we open the door. We open the door. Yeah, yeah. And that's, we're going to close that door today. Going to try, praise God, yeah. You know, I mean, each individual... you. We're going to close that door as a group. We're going to close it. I'm not saying it won't try to pop up because I'm telling you, uh, the fiery darts that come into our mind, um, we sometimes allow in. It's, it's, it's not going to be good. If the enemy's shooting out fiery darts into your mind, it's not, no good can come from it. So we have to hold up that shield of faith and put the helmet of salvation on and the sword of the spirit and breastplate of righteousness and shot our feet with the gospel of peace to be able to come against those thoughts. And we did a whole thing uh, 
few weeks back, month, a couple months ago, on on uh, spiritual thoughts, kingdom thoughts, heavenly thoughts. So we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about that today. But uh, we just can't give away our joy and our peace. Um, we can't give it away. Um, if we if we give it away, um, that's on us. That's a choice, like you said earlier. So um, I, I don't think anybody here on this earth is worth me giving away my peace and joy, no matter what the circumstances are. That doesn't mean it's not going to happen. It just means they're not worth it if they're trying to steal your joy and your peace. Yeah, well, I think uh, Paul put it this way, fight the good fight mm-hmm. of faith. And when you were talking about the armor of God, the fiery darts of the wicked one, uh, God encourages us to lift up the shield of faith. So again, you get back to who's going to lift it up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think sometimes we preach a gospel where it really doesn't require anything on your part. Um, and in a sense, uh, it doesn't require a lot of you doing something. It just requires you focusing on something. And, um, you know, where does faith come from? Jesus said he's the author and the finisher of our faith. So the bottom line, Paul really encourages, like all the other apostles, to set your mind on him, set your affections on him. And uh, so there is a setting our affections on the Lord and looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. That's the only thing that's going to shield you from worry and spirits of fear, etc. All those dark spirits uh, that try and infiltrate your mind. And that's where the battleground is. It's in your mind. Yes. You know, the Apostle Paul said, we were alienated from God, where? In our mind. Mm. And, and so how do you get alienated? Well, you get, you get laden down with all the cares of this life. Mm-hmm. You know, you worry about the job. And, and we're particularly in an environment right now, Rich, huh. which you know, you can hardly turn the TV on or pick up a newspaper. And you just don't really get uh, too much comfort out of any of the news media today or either social media for that matter. So, you know, where are you going to go to get comfort? Where are you going to go to lift up this shield of faith to quench those fiery darts? I would say do like King David did, and King David had his share of fiery darts thrown at him. And David said, I encourage myself in the Lord. That's that's the only place to go. There's nowhere else to go in this world. Not really. Not really. In Colossians 3.2, Jim, it says, set your mind on things above. You know, if this is the first time you've listened to Kingdom Building, go back to our podcasts, older podcasts, because we talk a lot about living in the heavenly realm and not not sequestering ourselves to the lower earthly realm. And a lot of those podcasts will help explain what we mean by that. Um, but it says, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Well, where do, where, what do we worry the most about? Things on the earth. You know, I mean, if, if, if you're born again, saved, whatever, you're not concerned about what happens after death. 
So any worry that creeps in and anything you worry about is temporary. It's temporary. Things above are eternal. Things below are temporary. This whole existence we live here on earth is temporary. And corruptible. And it's corruptible. But it's incorruptible when you set your mind on things above. Mm -hmm. And there's no worry on things above. There's no fear on things above. And, um, you know, worry, worry brings fear. It starts as worry, and then fear raises its ugly head and creeps in. And now you, there's fear. So now you got worry and fear. Not good. And, and typically, fear is false. It's an acronym, F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. Most of the things that you've worried and feared about never did happen. You know, I talked to a man just yesterday, Rich, 53-year-old man, and he was burdened. And I said to him, "Um, let me ask you a question. How many times throughout your life have you worried about situations? And now that you're 53 years old, have you ever looked back on all those things that you worried about? Because I said, did any of those things ever really come to pass? And in most instances, these things never really came to pass. Or if they did, it was so. If they did, if they did, it was so minute yes. that it wasn't a catastrophe that they were thinking about. It's like Rich says, you know, worry will open the door to fear, uh, but fear can really take a toll on your health, yes. on your psyche. Um, and we need relationships. To stop that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just it it just derails. It can derail your whole life. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, how many times a day do we worry about something? Start breaking it down. Start. You know, whenever you want um, to see where you've been, you gotta you gotta kind of take some notes. So. I encourage everyone, if you're a worrier out there, I encourage you to start taking some notes and write down some of the things that, that you've, you're worrying about um, and, and journal all this because you're going to find out that a year from now, without you writing that down, you're going to realize you don't even remember it anymore. I mean, think of the hundreds and hundreds of things that you've worried about that you can't even remember what they are now. And that could be just in the last decade or maybe the last 15 years. Matthew 6:25, Jesus made it very clear to all of us. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life. Now, did Jesus realize that that was a tall order and that wasn't an easy thing to do? Yes, he knew that. But he also knew that he was going to help you, grab you by the hand, and, and take you through those rough areas and bring you out of them. goes on to say, what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body. What you will put on, the clothes. People worry about this, that, and the other. Um... Jesus goes on to say, is not life more important than food and the body and more than the clothing that you wear? I mean, it is. 
Yeah, basically, Rich, what he's saying is that's not real life. That's what he's saying when he says it's food and clothing and housing. Uh, you know, is that your life? Are those the things that you really focused on? And in most cases, that is where people's focus is, yeah. is on food, clothing, and housing. And, and they assume that that is their life. But Christ comes along and says, I am your life. <laughs> yes. I am the way, the yeah. truth, and the life. Right. And if we can just yield to that, allowing him to be our way, he knows, he knows the way better than anybody. And if you're worried about your life and how, where it's going and whatever, you, know, you need to get in that quiet, secret place and spend some time with the Lord. But anyway... Um, this next scripture, you've heard it a million times, we're going to say it again, and hopefully it, it draws new meaning for you today. And that is Matthew six thirty three. Jesus said, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things, all this minutia, all this stuff shall be added unto you. Then all these less important things will be given to you abundantly, one version says. Guess what? That's something that you can do today. You know, it, it, when you heard, well, we're going to help, uh, you know, through, through the Lord, we're going to help you today. We're going to talk about eliminating worry. You probably thought, yeah, right. I've been worrying for 60 years or whatever, it's 70 years. Let me tell you, if you get nothing out else out of this broadcast, seek ye first the kingdom of God. So, so what does that mean if you're seeking first the kingdom of God? You're seeking him. He is the kingdom. And that kingdom <laughs> is so close to you that he actually dwells and resides in you. Well, he said the kingdom of God is at hand. And it's within. Yeah, it's at hand. Yeah. Well, you know, what's within the reach of your hand? That's pretty daggone close, isn't That's it? That's as close as you can get. Yeah, yeah. So Put you, don't your hand. To, you don't have to bawl and squall and holler to try and bring him down from heaven, especially when you know uh, what heaven is, that the heavens literally reside inside yourself. So, so the priority is seeking him, seeking the kingdom of God. And guess what? You're going to start eliminating some worry and fear and uneasiness that's, that, you, that may have crept into your life. Because when your focus is, like we said earlier, on a, things above, they're, it's not above in the sense of high, higher in this earthly realm. That's not what we're talking. We're talking above meaning in a different dimension, of a heavenly dimension. Of consciousness. Yeah. Bring your consciousness up into a Christ consciousness. I know that years ago, uh, the Lord gave me a prayer, and he wanted me to pray it every day. And it was a simple prayer, and I would encourage you to do the same. And, and the Holy Spirit just spoke to me, and he said, here's the prayer. Lord, take me into the heavenlies that I can see this new kingdom day that's now dawning in me. So the Holy Spirit was trying to convey to me and to the church, even to the church today, the church in many respects is still very earth-minded. I mean, if I say to you, are you going to heaven? 
And if you're thinking in terms of some planet 20 million miles out into the galaxy, um, you're not, your thinking is not in line with God's thinking. You know, for the kingdom of God or the heavenlies, they are within you, literally. That's a whole teaching in itself. But, yeah, first we have to recognize what the kingdom is and where the kingdom is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we tend to get caught up in this world. Even the, even the local church, you know, um, people, I, I read this this morning. And I thought it was really good. It's in uh, Colossians, or I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians 4.20. It says, the kingdom of God, and in parentheses it says, the dominion of the Christ life. The kingdom of God is about an empowered life and not just a matter of quoting your favorite teacher or scripture. That's good. Amen. I mean that's that's powerful. We we have to we have to digest the word of God. Marinate in it. Marinate yeah. in it. Crockpot it, whatever. Right. And and if we want that that empowered life, it's only through spending time with the life giver. And he is the life giver. We None of us would have life without the Lord. And, um, and in Romans 12, 2, it says, Don't copy the behaviors and customs of the world, but be ye transformed. Let God transform you. you it's, a, it's back to a choice. We, we say there's choices that you have to make if you're wanting to move on with the Lord into the higher realms. Let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you. How many Christians out there, Jim, that are saying, Oh, I just wish I knew God's will for my life. Hey, I was one of them. Then all of a sudden, you walk in it every day. Which is good and pleasing and perfect. That's the life he wants for you. Not worry, not fret, not uh, fear. You know, and if we can just, as, as children of God, if we can just eliminate some of it as we go along in this journey, you know, every month, every week, every year, whatever, just start seeing progress that you don't worry as much. And that happens through a transformation. You know, the word transform means to make a thorough or dramatic change in character, to change them completely and suddenly so that they are much better. That's what the word transform means. And he wants to transform us by the renewing of our minds. Yeah, I can remember some decades back, Rich, uh, sitting in a hotel room when the Lord appeared to me. Yeah, that's right. I said the Lord appeared to me, <laughs> um, and it literally changed my life. I was I was a little bit of a renegade, uh, having quite a few struggles in my life at that time. Uh, but all of a sudden, in the twinkling of an eye, I changed. Now, how did I do that? By simply saying, Jimmy, you're going to have to change your life. No, 
I said that a few hundred times. Jim, you need to change your life, otherwise you're going to lose your family, your company, etc., etc. And I could say that until I got blue in the face, but there was never any changes. But when Christ came into my life, all of a sudden I was transformed immediately. Now, here's the point I'm trying to make. If you have been born again, and it's very easy, just accept and believe in Jesus Christ. But if you have been born again, then you noticed a change that came over you. You did. You noticed a change that came over you. And you know that that change was a supernatural, mystical change. So the question I have now is how are you going to continue to change when you could never change before until God's grace came upon your heart? And this is the same way that we continue in this journey. It's by his grace. Uh, The scripture that God's been giving me very heavily is looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher. He didn't say looking unto your pastor. He didn't say looking unto anything or anybody. He said looking unto Jesus, who is the author and finisher of your faith. So if he authored this new journey that you're into, he's saying, I can finish it, precious one. Just continue to look to me. But so many times, and I'm speaking from experience, I got sidetracked into religion. I started listening to a lot of religious doctrine, a lot of religious theology, and all of a sudden, I didn't understand what was happening to me. I got off track. But a while back, the Lord brought me back, and he said, didn't I say to you, looking unto Jesus, didn't I say to you, seek ye first the kingdom of God? I didn't say seek out some denomination. I didn't say seek out some big godly man that's got 14 different degrees, I said, seek ye first my kingdom and looking unto me. And that is the whole key. It's very simple. Religion has a tendency to make things very complicated. Jesus, when he walked the earth, he said, if you want to enter my kingdom, come as a little child. And that's what we're talking about here. If you want to see deliverance in your life, it's not going to come about because you made a decision to change. It's going to come about because you were looking unto Jesus. And and many have already ch- started making those changes. And and sometimes it's like they're they're so gradual you really don't even notice it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to, you kind of use this as a measuring stick. If you could measure the amount of transfer- transformation that has occurred in you. It would be the amount of love that has been formed in you. How can you follow Jesus if he wasn't the epitome of love? He was our perfect example of love. And that's what a renewed mind is. It's love. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Perfect love casts out all fear. That's the fruit of love. And that perfect love is being formed in every one of you listening to this podcast. Okay, so next, the next uh, part will be, we'll be talking about some practical things that you can do.